The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Paul, how are you? I'm good. It is. It's lovely to have you on, Paul. I have to say, I had um, forgotten because you you wear it so lightly. I'd forgotten the heights that you had ascended to in the culinary career. Driving effectively Shane Nico up to the third star, that's that's quite something. Oh, God, you're going back now, aren't you, Anton? Yeah, uh, well, you know, such is, such is uh, my luck. Uh, I left, after nearly 10 years, I left Shane Nico uh, as head chef in September and the third star came in January. <laughs> oh, and, the luck. Yeah. Oh, the luck. What about that? I know. I, I, I left to, to go to La Stampa in Dublin which was kind of a, a really cool spot, but still, it killed me. I won't lie. Did the experience of being head chef in a restaurant like that nearly kill you? Because three Michelin star standards, the level of dedication, attention to detail, consistency, it's some grind. Well, it is, but it was our life and it was our passion. It was, it, it was ap- absolutely, we were all on board in terms of the ambition of what we were doing. And there was a remarkable man. And, and it's much, I mean, food in, in UK and Ireland, may I say, is entirely different because of people that drove it on, uh, like my old boss, uh, Nicola Dennis, and, and uh, you know, the Rue brothers. This is the era that, that I grew up in, in London from when I was 19 to, to 29. That's when I was there. And they just pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And we didn't mind. You know what? We just worked. And it was okay to work. And I, I'm kind of still like that. But I like to have a little bit of a party in the meantime. Well, actually, I was also like that as well. <laughs> I could handle both, Anton, I suppose. Well, what's interesting is that there's been such a big trickle-down effect because it used to be that it required sort of um, stainless um, or, or silver clocks and, and white tablecloths and all that to get excellent food. That has now become... It, it is a much more casual environment that can give us excellent food than used to be back in the day. And there's few environments more casual than the one that you're moving into now. You're doing a food truck for RTE1. I am. I'm doing a food truck series starting tomorrow night. And actually, the, the, I suppose there, there is a lot of relevance in terms of making the comparison with both. Because I left Shinico because it, it, it was absolutely, it was like a temple, an altar to, to, to very, I suppose, fancy food, very posh food, very elitist food. And I wanted something more democratic. I wanted something that, I wanted sausages and caramelized onion gravy, you know, something like that, and mashed potatoes. And that's what I did when I came back to Ireland. And then I found my own feet in the tannery with Maura. And, and, but also, I actually started off in a chip van. I started off going to, you know, I worked for this guy when I was 15, and I always think this is brilliant. Uh, you know, my first job was in a chip van going to the Happy Man Festival in Clashmore, uh, which is just outside Dungarvan. I just thought it's the best name for a festival. Can you imagine it now? The happy Man. People would be saying, what about the happy women? <laughs> So you're back. I assume, though, in this, in the RT1 series, the, the um, food truck favourites, it'll be beyond chips. Oh, my God, this is the, this is the thing. And I mean, the, the diversity and the amazing food that's out there. I mean, I've always been fascinated with food trucks. I think there's a side to me that's a bit bohemian. And I think when you, when you train in an environment like a, like a, a two and three star restaurant, it's, it's very rigorous. It's very, it's like going, being in the army. You know, there's no freedom in terms of what you want to do. But the people and the places and food trucks that I saw out there in the travels that I did was just amazing. And it's a real representation of where we've come with Irish food. And I'm very proud of that. I mean, we, we, there was different ethnicities, there was different 
you know, all sorts of different people. And I hope we show that. I mean, first of all, you know, the six programmes starting on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock on RT1. And uh, what we show is, is just the, the amazing range of people, what they can do from small spaces and how enterprising they are and how delicious the food is. And it's such a, it's such a, a joy to see it. And I'm envious of, of uh, a lot of people like that because I still have a bricks and mortar restaurant, which of course I love. Uh, but yet that bohemian side of me wants to be in a food truck. I imagine it's a difficult environment to cook in, though. There's not a lot of room. If it's a halfway decent day, there's a lot of heat. The The yeah. equipment must be fairly minimal. I mean, it's, it's challenging to generate good food when you're in those kind of constraints. Well, I suppose that the, the first and foremost thing about people who work in food is that they're hard workers because you have to be. You have to be committed and you also have to love it. I mean, the, the, I'm not saying that everybody who's in a burger van loves what they do, but the people that we visited, they love it and they're inspired, but also they're resourceful. You know, it's a thing that they had to do because they wanted, they needed to make a living and they needed to make a living in a way that, you know, for our benefit, the people, the customers, that the, the food that they're serving is just utterly, utterly delicious. And I'm glad I got in there because, you know, I've always been fascinated by this. I, I just said that. But, you know, to, to make this program was, was, was just, I, I'm privileged to make the program. Highlight dish for you? Highlight dish for me? Oh, my God. Like, that's like saying, what's your death row meal? But, you know, there was um, Dosa Dosa in, in Dublin was a, was unique in terms of the person behind the, the whole thing. I mean, you sometimes you come across people and they have such energy and such resourcefulness that you think, oh my God, in 10 years time, this person's going to be a millionaire. But yet in the meantime as well, the, the food was just utterly fantastic. But when we went to Salty Boy Truck, we, uh, you know, Kwanji Chan, uh, we visited his bike by Kwanji. There's so altogether, there's 18 trucks that we visit and we highlight six of them. And then also I have my own little vintage caravan. So I get to realize my dream is small. <laughs> And it's kind of all right, you know. I, I, I love the thing. And, you know, you were talking about the small spaces. And I kind of like it because, you know, people are described as outdoorsy. Well, I describe myself as indoorsy. Well, I, I like to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> I am delighted you have found the claustrophobic space that will make you happy in that context, Paul. Best of luck with the show. And, of course, continued success with the tannery. That is Paul Flynn and the show Food Truck Favourites kicking off next week on RTE One. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.